Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate Hello, your everyone. continued Welcome support. Welcome back. Episode 49 of Today's Tickets. I'm your host, Tyler Liddick, and we'll go with a quick recap of episode 48, uh, a four-in-one day on the episode, which was Tuesday um, afternoon slash evening action. The Rangers beating the Red Sox 6-4 to four and the over-9 both cashing there. We had the Cubs winning 14-1 to versus uh, the Pirates. That was a winner. The Reds lose as they don't score a single run, 0-7. to seven. Minnesota beats them. You know, that was the only loser on the day, sadly. Uh, Reds are basically watching their playoff hopes go down the drain day by day. Um, front office has to be kicking themselves for not making a move at the uh, trade deadline after you, know, you see this offense carry you all the way up until about 10 days left in the postseason and your pitching just can't come through. Yesterday they had a 3-1 lead in the 7th, then it was a 3-2 lead in the 8th, and then it was a 5-3 loss. So Reds, are their front office has to be a little upset about the um, lack of moves at the trade deadline as the Reds are probably going to miss the playoffs now. But they are still in a close race, um, one game out. And then we had uh, final game of the day was Arizona, Zach Gallon at home. Um, and that was a winner, 8-4. to four. Cardinals won that game, or not the Cardinals, the Diamondbacks beat the Giants, sorry, Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Giants that night, 8-4, to four, and that was a minus 148 money line, and that was a winner. So, episode 48, plus 1.93 units, episode 47 and 48 got you close to um, 1.7 on episode 47. Plus, you had 1.9 on, uh, you had three, 3.6 units over the last two episodes. So, hopefully, we can continue in that direction and uh, obviously apologize. Sometimes podcasts don't come out every day. So, maybe you do or don't know when to look for them. The easiest way to know when it drops is by just hitting that submit button. You get the alerts right to your phone. It pops up like a text message. Today's tickets is now live on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify as soon as it drops. So go ahead, subscribe, um, download the podcast, and uh, we'll try to get them out every day. But sometimes, I'll be honest with you guys, I've been uh, burning the candle at both ends for too long. I I work third shift. I stay up all day long, handicapping sports, watching sports. Sometimes I don't sleep, go back into third shift, and then that's 24 hours or more of not sleeping. And then the next thing you know, I, I crash. So, um, sometimes you get an episode and other times you don't. Um, I try to bring them to you every day. Obviously, we don't have much baseball on the slate today. Um, so let's get right into what I like. And we'll go to Saturday first before we cover Thursday Night Football as there's not really anything I like on Thursday Night Football. But we do have a matchup between the 49ers and Giants. We'll touch on that later. Saturday. Um... We already talked about it on episode 48. We've got a ton of ranked matchups. I'll go over them one more time for you, but you're not going to want to miss action on this Saturday. You've got, starting at noon, Florida State and Clemson. After that, we've got Colorado and 
Deion Sanders playing without Travis Hunter facing Oregon. Um, that's your second ranked matchup of the day. So that's at 3.30. Your next one of the day, Mississippi-Alabama, 3.30 matchup, CBS. Alabama's catching seven points. I think Mississippi covers that spread, plus seven, Mississippi. Um, they've given Alabama troubles in the past. Alabama doesn't really have a solid quarterback right now, and this could be one of the first times Alabama is out of the playoff race before they even have a chance to get started. You look at UCLA, Utah, 3.30 p.m. Uh, that line's rising now. It does look like Cam Rising is playing as he was moved to number one on the depth chart this week. And on top of that, it looks like UCLA has announced they've been preparing for Cam um, Rising to play. If Cam Rising plays, I think Utah can cover that spread. They've got a good defense, hard environment to play in. And that's minus five and a half now. If rising plays, I think that goes off at a seven and a half. So you're probably going to want the five and a half in your pocket now. Okay. Um, next, this is the matchup I have a play for Oregon State versus Washington State. I think that Washington State is a two and one ball club, basically sitting at three and oh. They had Wisconsin steaming back in that game. And then Wisconsin obviously fell short. Washington State goes ahead, wins the game. I'd like to see where they're at right now and what this spread would be if they did not win that game against Wisconsin. Oregon State's got DJ Ongeloa playing quarterback, former Clemson quarterback. He is a West Coast kid, so he's a little more comfortable in the West Coast, it looks like. Oregon State's got a really, really good defense. Uh, probably the best defense in the Pac-12, and this could be one of the best teams in the Pac-12. Probably better than USC. Probably a little bit better than Utah. And without Cam Rising healthy. Depending upon Cam Rising's health, I know Kincaid went to the NFL, so it's it's a little, we've got to see what happens with the Utah offense without him in there because he was a hell of a tight end. But I think Oregon State might be the best team in the Pac-12. Obviously, we've got USC. But they don't play any defense. We, everybody knows that. Um, so what's going to happen when USC has to go to Oregon State? I think they do go to Oregon State later in the year, um, and they have to play Oregon State. Actually, USC actually has... This year, they don't play Oregon State, so they might see him in the, um, the Pac-12 championship. But other than that, I, I think Oregon State's the best team in the league. They've got this ranked matchup here. Uh, Oregon State's a real tough place to play as well, as is almost any place on the road in college. That's a big school. But look at the rest of the schedule. they got Utah at home. They've got UCLA at home. They've got Washington at home. The only game they play on the road against a ranked team is Oregon, and that's the last game of the season. Personally, they got a game against Colorado on November 4th. Colorado's currently ranked, but Colorado's got a couple ranked teams ahead of them coming up, and I don't think they'll be ranked at the time. I think Oregon State can win the division. Uh, if you're playing futures, that's not a bad look, but this week I'll take Oregon State minus three all day long. You can find that at any sports book you want. Um, and I, I think Oregon State could win this by, I don't know, two scores, 10 points. I don't think it's going to be as close as what we all think. Um, so you break me down here for Oregon State. That's a bet. That'll be uh, taken on here on FanDuel Sportsbook as I'm seeing minus 110 currently. So there you go. Oregon State for me over Washington State. That's going to be the first play of the weekend. Uh, and I, I'm basically basing that off of what, I, what I've seen on the Oregon State defense. I, I like Oregon State. Another play I like, we're going to go to the big matchup in uh, South Bend. 
where we have Ohio State traveling to Notre Dame. Uh, I just like what Notre Dame has going this year. They've got one of the best offensive lines in the nation. They've got a two-headed monster in the backfield. They've got Sam Hartman playing quarterback. Um, what, what is there not to like with this team here in Notre Dame? They've played some good, some decent competition to get them ready for Ohio State. Not good competition, but they haven't played slouches, oh, essentially, like Ohio State. They, they did beat Navy pretty bad, but they had that NC State game at NC State, so that's a little bit of a test on the road. Obviously, they smoked Central Michigan, but Ohio State's had uh, Indiana, who we've seen isn't that great, and they have only beaten by 20. Then they had Youngstown State and Western Kentucky. So Ohio State's been playing against JV teams the last two weeks. This Notre Dame team is good. They finally have a quarterback that can stretch the field, an accurate quarterback that throw, can throw touchdowns. It's great in the red zone. Sam Hartman's going to be a pro, probably a second or third round pick. Uh, I like Sam Hartman. I like Notre Dame to cover this game. It's probably one of the biggest games in Notre Dame since that Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush push touchdown score to win the game. I think this might be the biggest game in Notre Dame since then. And I think Notre Dame is a more talented team than what they were back then. And I think... Notre Dame has the weapons to play with Ohio State all game long. I think their defensive front and offensive front are actually better than Ohio State. And I think that they're going to control the line of scrimmage. And the Big Ten folks, James Franklin, Jim Harbaugh, they're going to probably want to be watching this game to see if they're going to be able to run the ball effectively against Ohio State. And uh, obviously, I think Sam Hartman probably a little bit better than the quarterbacks at um, Michigan and Penn State at the point in time in his career. Uh, just a little more battle-tested, proven. And now that he's not at Wake Forest and he actually has a team with a defense, an offensive line, you're seeing a lot more good things from Sam Hartman. You can put me down there for Notre Dame, plus three right now. That's going to be uh, available on FanDuel Sportsbook as well. Again, that's a night game, so that's that's going to be rocking. Obviously, crowd will be drinking all day. And you've got Notre Dame right now catching three points across pretty much every single sports book, and um, I think they cover it. I think they win the game outright. I don't even think they need the points. You can take the money line at plus 136 right now. I see that available at FanDuel. And actually, FanDuel's hanging a hook right now. Minus 120, plus 3.5. I'm all over it, and I'm going to send it to the Discord right now. So if you're listening, um, the play's already been sent to you guys. But as as of one thirty five Eastern time, Fandle is hanging a Notre Dame plus three point five. I'm gonna go ahead and get that one in right now. For me, it's gonna be one unit two fifty to win two oh eight. So that's my uh, Notre Dame play of the weekend, guys. I just think Notre Dame's a better team here. They need the game a little bit more than Ohio State, not playing in a division. Notre Dame does have a couple more ranked games on their schedule, so it's not like uh, this game. They have USC coming up. They have Duke next, So, and they also have Clemson on the schedule who could get back into the rankings depending upon what happens with them in Florida State this weekend. Um, Notre Dame plus three, minus 120, plus three and a half, 250 to win 208. I'm also taking a little bit on the money line. You know, put me down for 100 on the money line to win 106. Or to win 136, I'm sorry. So those are the two bets I got for the Notre Dame game.
And when I left Girardi with Oregon State, minus three, currently at uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. So that's all I got for college football. Obviously, there's a great schedule of games. Um, check it out. College football's back. Uh, week five is just right around the corner, and that's got a slate of ranked games too. A couple things I'd like to leave you with for Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. NFL football on Sunday. There's some things that pop out to me. Uh, this Titans team, they control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I like them getting three and a half against the Browns. Um, I do think the Browns will end up struggling to run the football. The Browns have a great defense, and I think this is going to be a close game. Browns, Titans, either one could win, but I don't see either team winning this game by more than three points. You're hanging a Titans plus three and a half right now. Bet MGM Sportsbook minus 110. I'm taking that, and that's the bet for the weekend there. So I think I have one more NFL play I like, and that's going to be the Detroit Lions at home. I think that uh, the Falcons are fool's gold at 2-0, down to the Packers by 12, come back and win that game. Um, Packers couldn't really get anything going in the third and fourth quarter late. Probably shouldn't have won that game if you're a Falcons fan. And uh, nonetheless, Falcons didn't have their top two wide receivers. They were without um, Aaron Jones. So nonetheless, Packers kind of had some injuries, jumped out to a, to a uh, big lead and just kind of stalled out on offense. Arizona or Atlanta probably should have lost that game, ended up not losing it. Great, ah, what, 12, 13, 14-yard run by Bajan Robinson on fourth down. The guy is special. Uh, I really like the Titans plus three and a half. And I like the Lions minus three against the Falcons. I think the Lions are a little bit better than what the Falcons are. I think the Lions will score more points than what the Packers did, putting the pressure on Dalton Ritter. I don't think Ritter is ready to be airing it out and uh, running up and down the field with the Lions. Keep in mind, the Lions scored 31 last week, led up 37. I see the Lions as a team that's going to be scoring more like 24 to 30 every single week. Uh, I don't know that the Falcons are going to be able to keep up with that. It's going to be loud inside of that stadium. Detroit's got uh, something on their mind from last week, letting Seattle come back, or actually after coming back from two scores down and then losing to Seattle in overtime, never getting to touch the ball. Defense is going to have to make up for that one, stand up, make some um, big plays this weekend. And I think Detroit covers this one. Detroit minus three, minus 105. Fandle Sportsbook. Again, recording it. Now it's 140, and that's the play I have for the weekend. So there you got five plays for me, guys, for the weekend. I have nothing for Thursday Night Football. Um, 49ers will be used in a number of my survivor picks. I'll leave you with a few more survivor selections for the weekend. Chiefs versus Bears, 13-point spread. Chiefs at home. Bears going through a whole bunch of front office uh I don't even know what the right word for it is right now. The Bears are just a horrible, horribly ran franchise. Justin Fields is mad at the coaching staff. You also have the defensive coordinator. We don't know if he's getting investigated for child pornography. We don't know if he's just resigning for health reasons. It seems like there's been a an axe thrown to the child pornography story, so that seems to not have been true with the FBI raid and all that, and it seems like he has just taken a break for health reasons, but I guess further news will come out in the future and we'll find out. 
the Bears are a mess. The Chiefs will be a popular selection this week for Survivor. The Cowboys are obviously going to be a popular pick this week for Survivor facing the um, Cardinals. The Ravens have the Colts coming to town. Not sure Anthony Richardson's status yet. I do believe that he did not suffer a concussion, but that line did grow a little bit, so I'm not sure the exact status of Richardson um, as of right now. It looks like he is in concussion protocol and has not been cleared yet, so um, look out for news later today on that. If Gardner Minshew is going to be your quarterback, that's probably going to end up closer to a 10.5-point spread. Um I like the Ravens in Survivor as well. I've already used them on week one, though, so a couple of my uh, Survivor entries will not be able to use the Ravens, so I'll have to look somewhere else. And obviously, like I just said, the 49ers over the Giants tonight. Thursday Night Football, Giants without Barkley. Huge test for Daniel Jones. He's obviously not doesn't have a stud running back. He's going to be pressured all game long. Wide receivers aren't going to have a ton of space. He's probably going to be scrambling for his life. If you want to play a player prop tonight, probably Daniel Jones rush for a touchdown or Daniel Jones over rushing yards. I like both of those. If you want to play a prop tonight, if you want to get in on the money line, you got to take the 10 and a half. Um... It's just the way it is in NFL. You, you want to 10.5. If it was 9.5, I'd tell you to take the 49ers. Since it's 10.5, 49ers could win this game 30 to 20. They could win 20 to 10, 24 14, 28 to 17. Then you'd cover. But I really like the um, 49ers in your survivor pools. I think they win this game pretty easily tonight. I'd like to see George Kittle get more involved with the offense. Brock Purdy has uh, not been feeding him, but Jawan Jennings has been getting some touches at tight end. So I'd like to see Brock um, Brock Purdy look back to Old Faithful and George Kittle, get him more involved, get him a touchdown tonight. Um, mainly, I'm just looking for the 49ers to get out of this game alive, move me along in Survivor before the weekend even gets here, and then make other people sweat out Survivor. That's been my strategy for the past couple of years. If I see something on Thursday night I like, I go ahead and lock it in, and then you're sitting there on the weekend watching people squirm. It's a great feeling. Um, That's all I got for today's tickets, guys. Obviously, we've got college football this weekend. If you want more information on college football, check out our podcast, Gaining an Edge, with David Dorman, Ian Robbins, and Trey Edge every single week, breaking down the biggest games of college football. And we've got that on YouTube and audio version. If you want it on YouTube, it's two separate clips as there's eight ranked matchups. And if you want it on... um, audio version it's going to be all one it'll be a little bit longer for you but it's available on youtube spotify amazon apple anywhere you download your podcasts thanks for joining me on another episode of today's tickets guys be sure to check out the guys on gaining an edge be sure to check out birds on our nascar betting podcast and zach and paul supple will be back for week three fantasy football building out your lineups on DraftKings. Check everything out we have to offer, guys. Visit us on the website, www.thelinemovers.net. Buy some merchandise, support the brand, support the guys. Um, And if you want, send us a message on Twitter, send us a message on Instagram, send us a message on our personal phones on in Discord, anywhere you can get a hold of us. Ask us for a discount code. The MLB playoffs are coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, I've been pretty much... Rock solid the last two years in MLB as we're nearing the 65-unit mark over the last two years. That's pretty much incredible. Um, 
That's all I got, guys. Today's tickets, episode 49. That's a wrap. See you later.